0: What is Café Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities.
1: What's up? This is Belle Bib DeVoe. Yours, Trudy Andrew Salva. This is Fantasia. I am Iama Van
2: Zandt. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, you Latoya Luckett. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. The Swag Award. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we've got the three-time Grammy-nominated gospel artist, Jacelyn Carr. She's got a book teaching us. How to win, but up first, one of our favorite sisters, former radio personality and HGTV superstar, Egypt Sherrod. Cafe Mocha begins now.
3: It's Cafe Mocha. You know her as a radio and TV personality as well as an entertainment real estate broker. You can see her on HGTV. She's the host that we love the most, is Miss Egypt Sherrod. Hey Egypt, how are you? Hi, babies. How are you?
0: Wonderful.
3: Now, before you had the HGTV shows like you know property virgins, you killing it flipping virgins, whatever's virgins, and it's on <laughs> HGTV.
4: Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, Lonnie. Nobody's babies are being. Affected,
3: okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, before you got into that, you did radio in New York and Atlanta. How scary was it flipping, if I could say, your career and your life?
4: Uh, I, I saw how you did that, by the way. I, I see how you connected the two. Um, well, you know, I, what a lot of people didn't realize is I was always a real estate broker as well, because I believe in having a plan A, B, and C. And when you work in entertainment, mm-hmm. you got to have a real jobby, jobby job, too. So uh, while I was on the radio in New York City, I was flipping houses over in Newark, New Jersey, and, you know, other parts of Jersey as well. And I got my real estate license, and I started representing uh, a lot of folks. You know, I, I don't call out my, um, my clients, but a lot of high-profile celebrities and athletes as well. Uh, so it was always a passion of mine. People didn't know it until I was on HGTV, but I had already been in real estate for over a decade at that point.
5: Wow.
0: Right. Many people are trying to figure out how to flip their lives and create something different or better or fulfilling. What advice do you have?
4: You know, here's what I would say. What would you do if if you would have to do it for free? You know, for me, it was what do I go to sleep at night thinking about and what do I wake up in the morning thinking about? Mm -hmm. And real estate was a passion for me, a lot like broadcasting, right, And radio or in television was also a passion for me. You excel in whatever you are passionate about. You will naturally be the best at anything that you really enjoy because you'll shine at it. So ask yourself what else you can do. And sometimes, you know, when we get out of school, It happens to a lot of people. You get out of school, you take that first job. Whoever's going to give you the benefits, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's going to give you the benefits? Who's going to give you that full-time salary? And then we wind up in these careers that we never wanted for ourselves. It was just we we wound up in them so many times. But think about what else do you enjoy? What did you really want to do? And then work the job while you build that other career, that secondary career.
3: Now, what I like about you is that there are not a lot of people, and especially women of color, on these, you know, the 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 Food Network, the the Home Network, anything like that. How did you true. manage to get on there?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, you you know what. Lonnie, you you know the game, right? So Mm -hmm. I've been very blessed to, you know, to have my talents appreciated and to wind up uh, in a position where I could represent, right, where I could represent for all women of color. And I try my best to do so with integrity, um, you know, and and be as colorful as we can be uh, on a network that that needed a little bit more. And I'm grateful that they appreciated and let me carve my own lane, if you will. But now you will see that there there are many black shows on HGTV now we got flipper flop Nashville and um you got flipper flop Fort Worth and I understand uh Nathan Morris from Boys to Men is gonna be on H G T V and so wow. um you know I was I was there when there just there weren't any other black faces, but I'm very happy to see uh that that the culture has shifted and they are embracing the fact that, you know, we, we buy houses too. Right. <laughs> and we cook food too. So um and I love the folks over at ACTV. C T V. They're good
3: people. Yeah, we need a flip a flop Compton. That's what we need. We need... That's a whole new... uh, there was some jokes loaded in
4: there. I'm gonna leave that alone.
0: Oh, well well you're a new mom. Let's talk about that.
4: Yeah. Well, well, this is baby number three, guys. I'm done. Really? <laughs> so this was a surprise, baby. Oh. Um, a blessing, no. So I have a stepdaughter who's 17, and she's headed to college this year. And I have a seven-year-old with my husband, and then now we have an infant. She's 13 weeks old. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, we tried for... A very long time. I I teared up when I heard Gabrielle Union telling her story because, you know, listen, I could relate between fibroids and endometriosis and cysts and just aging and, you know, early menopause runs in my family. And we, we had some difficulty. We tried for over six years. And right when we started the adoption process, it was last April. Uh, my husband and I had a, just a heart-to-heart conversation with one another about what we wanted the next 10 years of our life to look like, and mm-hmm. he, had, he told me, he said, you know, I know this is important to you, you want another baby, but I'm, I'm nervous about adopting a child because I don't know if I could love another baby the way I love my own, and I'm saying, you, but you can't, was a, it was a big issue for us, and I don't know how many other women have gone through this, just do, the deciding of adopting or not, or just not feeling like they had any options. Well, I took a step back and said, you know what, let's go on a vacation, so we were in Morocco, hiking in the Atlas Mountains, talking about what this next 10 years of our life was going to look like, and I'm trying to convince my husband that adoption is going to be good for us, and all of a sudden, I passed out. Mm. and i later found out they took me to you know morocco they don't have pharmacies and stuff like that but they did have this healer there named jaleel and it's funny because the picture's on my instagram so y'all know i'm telling you the blow by blow right so I, they took me to this healer named jaleel who told me that i was pregnant and i'm i'm cracking up because i'm like yeah right oh well okay yeah if only you knew the true story of how hard i try, and he kept insisting I was pregnant. So when we got back to the States, I took I took that uh, clear blue easy and it said I was pregnant. And then I I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I wound up taking three more tests. It was like, yes, <laughs> yes, and hell yes. Oh. So <laughs> my miracle baby, that's what I call her. Oh, her name's Harper wow. Sky.
3: Oh, beautiful name. Now, one of your concerns is infant mortality rate among mm-hmm. black women. What What is happening In this day and age when we have so much technology, why is this still uh, an issue?
4: Uh, You know what? That's a a really deep question, Lonnie, but I'm just going to start it by telling you uh, my story, and I'm going to make a long story short, okay? Mm -hmm. I had a healthy pregnancy at age 42. Everything was going well. My water broke a little bit early. I went into the hospital um, and I was supposed to have a C section. They, and, but she was coming. She was coming quick. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the question was, are we going to have a C section? Is she going to be a vaginal delivery? She wound up being a C section. But when they were, when they were giving me all the fluids. Um, they also had to take out cysts and do some other things. I wound up being. Um, you know, under the anesthesia that they started giving me because they put me to sleep after they took her out. I was under a very long time and I would not wake up, they said. My heart stopped three times. They took me um uh, to another room. My husband said, I don't know none of this because I'm knocked out. They took me to another room, everybody's panicking. Finally they said she's fine. We got her stable. They brought me in and I didn't wake up from delivering my daughter till the next day. So I don't know what happened at that point, except, mind you, I had a C-section. This was on a Thursday morning. They tried to release me from the hospital on a Saturday morning, (laughs) Thursday morning, two days after a C-section. So... We fought. My mother and I fought about them keeping me, but the insurance company rushed us out of the hospital. Mm. I came home, and I could not breathe. My husband said I kept stop breathing. Then they called my doctor. They told him to rush me back, and I was suffering from, and I want you all to listen to this. Ladies, when your body tells you something is not right, you have got to listen. My feet swell. My legs swell. Everything up to my lungs swelled. I had edema of my entire body, so my lungs swelled and were full of fluid. And if I had gone back to sleep, I would have drowned in my sleep. This was after the hospital had released me after two days after a C-section. Listen to your body. And it turned out to be cardiomyopathy. I never had a heart condition. I've, never, I've been a healthy person my whole life. And this is what I face. And I've read all the articles when USA Today said that U.S. is the most dangerous place in the developed world to deliver a baby. I read that article but never thought it could be me. The Washington Post said that global maternity mortality rates fell in the recent decades all across the globe, but in the U.S. they rose. We're now the equivalent of Afghanistan and Swaziland. How is that possible in United States America? And the statistics get worse for women of color. So we got to be astute and we have to be our own champions when it comes to our health. When you're in that hospital and you're about to deliver the baby, have, have somebody you trust be your mouthpiece if, if you're too sedated to speak up. Have, have your mama. Because mama's going to let them know, have your husband, have your boy, have somebody there fussing on people out until they keep you and do right by you.
3: Well, we're glad that you're okay, and that's a powerful message, Egypt. Thank you so much for giving it to us, you know, to listen to our bodies. How can we keep in contact with you?
4: Oh, girl, I'm all over Instagram. (laughs) I love it. I'm an Insta junkie. Egypt Sherrod on uh, Instagram. Come follow me, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for letting me share my story uh, with women. And I hope somebody's inspired. And I actually hope it saves lives because it's important that we, you know, we got to stand up for our health.
3: That's right. Thank you so much, Egypt. Thank you. All right.
4: Love you. Love you, too.
3: Bye-bye. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. She has a new book out called you will win. Um, she's a three time Grammy nominated gospel artist who wants to teach us how to win. Mm. To Kaylin Carr is here. Woo! What's up, girl? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Now, before we get started with your book, let's talk about you and your wonderful voice, gospel music. Um, not too many people, you know, Shirley sees a co-sign, but she <laughs> co sign for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, tell us about t- talk about getting into gospel music.
6: Yes. Well, I was basically born and raised in church. Um, gospel music is who I am. That's my foundation. And um, ever since I was young, I always wanted to sing music that really inspired people and not only uplifted them, but, but really encouraged them You know, to be great and to just understand that it is possible for you to be successful, successful, for you to live on top of the world and have a relationship with God at the same time. So I just want to put out inspirational music to give people hope in that manner.
0: Right. You have songs like You Will Win, You Are Bigger.
6: Talk about your role
0: as a motivator.
6: Yes. Well, you know, I tell people all the time, um, because of, you know, the history of me releasing songs like You Will Win, You're Bigger, all of that great stuff, I believe that my assignment when it comes to people and what I do is to help push people into their destiny and their greatness through my music, basically helping them tap into something that a lot of them never really knew that they had on the inside of them. So when I sing songs like You Will Win, what I want them to really grab a hold to is that champion that's on the inside of them so that they can know you're not supposed to be defeated all of your life? You can win over sickness, you can win over bad relationships, or whatever it is that has been weighing you down, and you've got to believe within your heart that it's your winning season.
3: It's Cafe Mocha on the line, three-time Grammy-nominated gospel artist Jaqueline Carr. Now, when we talk about gospel artists, we always think of the older artists, the great ones, like Shirley Caesar or Yolanda Adams. Tell us the role that millennials are playing in gospel now.
6: You know, I believe that gospel music is really evolving greatly. Um, There's so many great young people that are rising up that are really just um, pressing and pushing and helping people to understand that it doesn't matter how old you are, when greatness is upon you, it's just on you. You just have to be available and willing, you know, and then one thing I do love about this generation now, and one thing I like to share with them too, is that you don't have to compromise to be at the top. If it's meant for you to be there, it's going to happen. All it takes is patience, and you also making sure you're connected to the right people.
3: Now, um, did you ever want to do secular music?
6: <laughs> you know, I didn't. Um, again, gospel music is my foundation. Now, I've always wanted to do, again, inspirational music as well, basically music that can appeal to uh, both um, the church as well as the world as well, but music that really inspires them and push them and make them feel better about themselves and, again, kind of like some get-up music, some rise-up music, so that they can go on through life as they as they live.
3: Now, the OWN Network was so amazed by your gift that they gave you a role on, on the Greenleaf TV series in 2017. What was that experience like?
6: Great. It was actually my first uh, acting television debut, and um, it was an awesome, awesome experience. I love being on set with uh, uh, great people, and so I-, I loved it all. Everywhere I went from since the show aired, people was like, I saw you on Greenleaf. I saw you on <laughs> Greenleaf. So it was just an amazing experience.
0: It's Cafe Mocha on the line is three-time Grammy nominee Jaquela Carr. She has a new book out, You Will Win, and You Will Win Conference June 21st and the 22nd in Orlando.
3: Now tell us about this conference next, next month in Orlando.
6: Well, my goal with this conference is to really, really, um, you know, help people to understand my heart when it comes to winning. You know, I don't win just for me, but I desire to see others win. And so, got This vision to be able to uh, bring this conference, this year is going to be in Orlando, Florida, again, June 21st to June 22nd. And I'm bringing in so many great people that can really uh, create a winning environment to make sure that you're not just saying it's your winning season, not just saying you will win, but you're living like it. They're going to give you valuable information, such as thinking like a winner, because it starts in your mind. If you never think like a winner, it's impossible for you to live like a winner. And so again, I'm bringing in so many great people that are really going to inspire you and push you. And you can log on to youwillwin.org. Again, youwillwin.org to register and to find out more information about it. June 21st through June 22nd in Orlando, Florida, youwillwin.org. Will you be singing? I will. <laughs> I don't believe they'll let me leave without
3: singing. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> you will win and you will sing. Oh, that should be the name of it.
6: Well, before you go, can you give us three <laughs> tips on how to win? Absolutely. One of my favorite things, number one, is thinking like a winner. As I said before, in order for you to live like a winner, you have to change your mindset. You have to train your mind to win. And number two, you cannot compare your win to natural circumstances. You know, a lot of people compare their win to a game or, you know, whatever the case may be. But you have to understand that you're winning every day. And sometimes you don't realize it. There's many of you who felt like you couldn't be successful. You couldn't write your vision. But the fact that you say, I want to write my vision today, the fact that you say, I want to call my parents today, whatever it is, you got to understand that you are winning and every win counts from the smallest to the greatest. And then also getting connected to some winners. It's impossible for you to, you know, continue to thrive and press towards your winning season if you're not in a winning environment. So it's very important that you could get connected to some people that is going to continue to pour that champion out of you. Why? Because it's your winning season. And then every day when you wake up, you just got, got to declare it out of your own mouth. It is be on my winning season
3: the conference is June 21st 22nd in Orlando you will win conference go to you will for more information to Kaylin Carr thank you so much how can we keep keep in contact with you?
6: Absolutely. Um, again, to find out more information about the conference, org. You can follow me on all of my social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is under my name, at Jikalyn Carr. J E K A L Y N C A R R. Again, J E K A L Y N C A R R. And look for the blue check mark behind my name. All right, <laughs> girl. Oh, <nice>, right.
3: Let's well, <laughs> we'll see you, so you in our much. Lunch, though.
6: <laughs> absolutely
3: take care thank you so much here's your dose of espresso strong hot
2: news now I'm Angelique with the espresso Steph Curry and Viola Davis joined forces for a powerful documentary on the tragic church shooting in Charleston
0: when he spoke to me I was on the floor looking up at him from under the table he just stopped and he said "Um, did I shoot you yet
2: and I said no and he said I'm not going to. I'm gonna leave you here to tell a story. The movie Emmanuel documents the 2015 church shooting that left nine dead.
4: Bear with me, okay? How many shots has he fired? He's reloading. He's reloading.
2: The documentary Emmanuel shows how faith, hope, and forgiveness help them heal.
3: You know,
5: I forgive you, my family forgive you. Mm.
1: Some people see the family's forgiveness as submission, but that act of forgiving people is the greatest act of love that one could ever experience.
2: The film Emanuel is in theaters on June 17th and 19th only. Proceeds are going to the victims of the family. So please go out and support this one. That's the espresso hang on to your seat and adjust the volume it's time for the mocha Mocha mix 10 minutes of pure mocha right about now now
0: it's dj miss id
1: Mix,
2: mocha mix on cafe mocha.
1: I'll need to see some ID. ID.
0: It's when I want to drink. And usually when I wear a suit, I leave when I want to. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. You only live once, they told me. You can't be mad at me. I can just be to Even though I got my own CD.
5: Baby, even on TV. Uh, there ain't no change in me. Uh, ain't no change. I can only be, be, be me, me, me. Though I might be on TV. on TV. Cause I got my own CD. Or oh, you will ever
0: see that same OG. I used to be the main one clubbing. What? But now I choose to stay at home. Most of my friends still thugging. This time the G's will grow. I'm yeah. thinking about my future lately, whatever that may be. But now it's clear to me I
5: can just be G. Even though I got my own CD, yeah. maybe even on TV, there ain't no change in me.
1: don't treat us good enough. Gave him my heart, my time, did all that I could in the past to keep him here with me, But now I woke up, opened both my eyes up, realized that I don't need any other man. If he can't love me equally, then he don't need to be with And another minute wasting my time on a man oh, hey. that only tells me lies, no, hey. ain't saying no, 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 that I don't need love, but them games, yeah. I don't need
5: DJ Miss
1: I.D.
2: Mocha Mix with DJ Miss ID. Don't forget, if you miss any part of this show or you want to get caught up on one of the old shows, all you have to do is go to the App Store, download the Cafe Mocha Radio app. It's completely free. And then you can listen on demand. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio.